You're listening to the Scale and Skyrocket Your Business podcast, co-hosted by Law, Emma, Zoe and Eloise. And this week you're with me, Law Bradley. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about fear and how fear can hold you back from scaling your business. And I'm also going to be talking about things that you can do to overcome this. Okay, so let's get right into it. I'm Law Bradley, business strategist and co-host of the Scale and Skyrocket podcast. And I'm on a mission to show entrepreneurs from all around the world how to scale and build a business that you don't need to take a holiday from and to do this by working smarter and not harder. Hello, hello, hello. So I hope you're all having a lovely week. We've got lots of sunshine here in the UK at the moment, which is great. So I wanted to talk to you this week about fear and is fear holding you back from scaling your business. So just picture the scene with me for a minute here that Everything feels like it's going right in your business and you have a product that you've proven. You're seeing consistent sales. Everything seems to be going great. You're super busy spinning plates and you last had a day off since, well, you can't remember when. And you're already worrying that if you step away from the daily grind of your business, even for a day, actually, it's probably more like a few hours, then you're feeling that everything's going to grind to a halt and that it's going to take far more of your time to unpick the problems and get everything back onto an even keel. So you don't take time off. Okay. And I think I've got another episode right there. And you know that scaling is going to take your time commitment. Uh, it's going to take resources and organization of people and an investment of money to make that happen in your business. And then the mind monkeys start to set in. What if I fail? What if I can't successfully scale my business? And then we come a cropper. So I'm going to talk about how our fears, how your fears might be stopping you from scaling or grabbing success in your business. And I'm going to talk about my own experiences and then some of the things that you can do to work through and push through your fears and come out of the other side. And I'm thinking that this is going to be a great therapy session for me as well. So kick back, get a coffee and enjoy. So fear of failure has followed me all my life. And it's the one mind monkey that I just can't seem to completely shift. Even um, if I've broken the seven figure mark and it's, it's something I just can't shift it. It's, it's like being in a bad marriage and me and, and my mind monkey, we're not allowed to divorce. And I'm sat here right now with, with my fear monkey right next to me. And the reason my fear monkey and I are hanging out together today is because I've been having some trouble with my speaking voice over the last few months and it's hormonal or lack of them. And my voice has been on a downward trajectory for some time. And I think this is it for my voice. I'm going to have to get used to how I sound. And I was thinking, you know, thank God for batching, because if I hadn't created my last batch of podcast episodes, then I'd be well and truly kippered. Well, I'm out of episodes now, so that mindset clearly hasn't worked and I'm kippered. And I've put off recording my episodes basically out of my fear of failing. There, I've said it. I've got it out there. And I have this fear 
of my audience and my listeners hearing my croaky, my breaking voice and just turning off and that fear of losing my audience. And it's crazy, isn't it? And here I am talking to you today. And you're here today because you want to hear what I have to say. And my croaky voice isn't what matters to you today because it's the content that's important. Now, I know I have a whole ton of limiting beliefs tucked away in my own fears. And if I allow them, they're going to hold me back. So I'm going to talk to you today about some of the limiting beliefs and fears that we might hold around scaling our business. Now, limiting beliefs are crazy because they keep you stuck and they keep you from doing what you want to do. And our minds have this amazing ability to always come up with a ton of reasons why you can't do something. And there's a good chance you have limiting beliefs stopping you right now, and you don't even realize it. And limiting beliefs always have a sneaky habit of hitting us when we're about to scale. And they might be thoughts like, I'm trying to do it all. And that's one of the big fears right there. And trying to do it all usually means that you're fearful of letting go of the reins and delegating to your people. You're feeling afraid of your teams making a mistake or perhaps not putting in that same level of dedication as you've done over the years in your business. And this fear also manifests itself when we're scaling as a form of imposter syndrome, as you're thinking, well, how can I serve thousands of clients, lead my teams, see my friends and be a great partner at home when I'm just trying to do it all? And that mindset usually stops, I would probably say, about 50% of people from scaling a really great business. And it doesn't have to be that way, as scaling your business will untangle those fears into a business that's going to serve you, your people, and your clients. So your own limiting belief could be any negative recurring thought that stops you. And It doesn't matter what the thought is, but it's this type of negative thinking that's going to hold you back from achieving your goals. And to eliminate your mind monkeys and your fears, you first need to call them out. So for me right now, my one big fear is turning people off with my squeaky voice, because if it goes up too high, it just disappears. And it's not perfect. And I've been wanting it to be perfect. And that could potentially stop me from growing if I let my fear hold me back. But you know, I'm not going to do that right. All right. So the next fear that holds people back from scaling is being afraid of letting your team down and feeling fear over making mistakes. And you might worry that they're going to see right through you, that they might realize that you don't always have all the answers. And and also, this is a big one, that if you take time out of your business, then you're obviously on a jolly and you're just work shy. And, and by the way, that's an employee mindset right there. So, you might also be hesitating on kickstarting your scale journey for a fear of letting your partner down or letting down the kids. Uh, Because what if you get even busier? 
and they start to see less of you. So fear of resentments from your loved ones is really big. Now, I don't have a family of my own, but I remember an experience about mm, about 100 years ago now that I had when I was a director in a telco. And, And that was back in the 90s. And the buck stopped with me. So basically, I could do what I wanted. So my younger self decided in my wisdom that it was a great idea to kick back and work in the pub. So not drinking alcohol, just soft drinks, to be clear, and working and having my meetings in there. And over a period of time, I noticed that my teams started doing that, too. They were they were working in the pub and they were drinking all day. Ah. And there was me wanting to create a cool working culture. And I did that. I achieved that. But I made a huge mistake because I built a drinking culture at work instead. So my fear of letting my people and my teams down made me want to be seen as a really cool leader. But I ultimately let them down anyway by letting my own fear dictate my own leadership style. So if your fear of letting people down is stopping you from scaling, then take some time out to think about why that is and what's holding you back. So fear of failure is probably my biggest mind monkey, and it drives me to perfectionism, to overdot the I's and double cross my T's, and it slows me down. And it makes me risk averse when it comes to spending money and making decisions. And when you couple that with my being an introvert and you've got someone here who moves quite slowly in business and through my own fear of failing or making a mistake, I could actually miss some really great opportunities out there. So remember I said earlier about identifying where your fear comes from. Now, mine comes from people pleasing, basically. And growing up as a neurodiverse person and an introvert, men, I disappointed people a lot. And that led to people pleasing to try and offset that. And my limiting belief is feeling as though I have to be perfect to make people happy with me. And this was my first step to combating my fears of scaling and making mistakes. So when I came out as being a trans entrepreneur, I was absolutely petrified of it being a mistake, of of not being accepted or not being seen as the same person and potentially losing clients. And all those fears about needing to be perfect started to creep in. And I also have chimerism, which is also um, very misunderstood. So I was afraid that being out would affect my business or that people would focus on my transness rather than the fact that I'm bloody good at helping entrepreneurs to scale. And it's taken a few years to get to a place of being out and proud of who I am. So what keeps many of us from getting over this fear of making mistakes is this perceived pressure from the world around us. And maybe you yourself don't think it's such a big deal, but 
I worry often that others are going to judge me for being different. And I think the reality is, yes, many transphobes are going to judge me. But the peeps I want to work with support the underdog. They want to build equity. They want to live in a better world. And they want authenticity. And those people are going to come and hang out with me because we share these values. So the only person judging me and has an opinion that really matters is me. So I have a choice here to listen to my personal judgment of myself or reframe it and then succeed. And it could be pressure from the outside world that's making you feel as though you're not ready to scale. And if that is the case, it might help them to realize that no one is judging you but you. So no one that matters is judging you other than you. And the reality is those around you are probably more likely to be impressed to see you taking a leap and scaling, even if you don't master perfection the first time around. So once you've identified your fear and your limiting belief, then ask yourself, what really is the worst that can happen here? I think many people find it helpful, uh, and I certainly do, to think about the worst thing that could happen if you try something and you fail. And this helps to banish the fear because you realise that the worst case scenario is usually not so bad after all. So will it damage your business? How much money can you lose if you make a mistake? And will there be permanent damage if that mistake can't be undone? And once you consider the worst that could happen in your business, Get a plan B in your back pocket. So this is what I tell my clients. Um, Realize the problem, get a plan B uh, for just in case, and then spend the bulk of your time visualizing the best that could happen to you. And often by comparing these two scenarios together, the best case scenario and the worst case scenario, we can usually see that the potential opportunity far outweighs the risk that we want to take. So your inner critic or your mind monkey is it's that voice inside your head that drags you down before you've even got started. And your inner critic simply stops you from taking action and it holds you stuck. So when you're about to take a risk or or try something new, your inner mind monkey stops you by focusing you on the mistakes that you might make. So I'm not sure, to be honest, if I'll ever lose my own inner critic because I think that it helps me find balance and I kind of, I accept it and I accept that I I will always have a relationship with my inner critic, um, whether it's a good one or not. But you can lessen your inner critic's voice by identifying it and calling it out. And so you take its power away. I think it's important to recognize when you're being risk averse as opposed to being catastrophic. And once you recognize this fear behavior in yourself, you can tell yourself that whether you succeed or fail, you'll learn something valuable in the process. And then you can crack on and completely ignore that mind monkey. 
So uh, one of the things that I've learned through my 30 odd years as an entrepreneur and a qualified business strategist is that it's a certainty that you're going to make mistakes. So accept it. So mistakes and failure is an essential part of growing. and, And trust me, you'll learn from it. Now, I'm fairly new in the online business world. So I do feel imposter syndrome sometimes when I look at other online entrepreneurs uh, and they seem so polished on camera and on their podcasts uh, and it seems to come so easily to them. But It's important to remember that people who seem brave don't necessarily have any more courage than you. They're just as afraid, but maybe in different ways. And yet they leap ahead and they take action anyway. And you can do that too by shifting your fear into a positive habit. So reframing becomes a really important part of of fighting our limiting mindsets and our mind monkeys when we start to scale. Um, The language that you use is very important in, in shaping how you think about what you do. So learn to reframe things using positive phrases rather than negative ones. And over time, that will help you to start to change your attitudes and your beliefs as well. So I find that writing out positive affirmations really helped me at this stage to make that final push through any limiting mindset that I have. All right, so let's have a quick recap on this episode. So if you're feeling nervous about taking the next step to scale your business, these are my mindset tips then to take the power out of that fear. Okay, number one, so identify your fear and call it out. Number two, ask yourself what limiting beliefs are holding me back. Number three, work out what's at the root of that fear. Number four, ask yourself, well, what's the worst that can happen? Number five, what's your plan B if the worst thing actually did happen? And number six, what's the best thing that can happen if you succeed? And number seven, how do you then reframe this positively? And lastly, number eight, write out a list of positive affirmations to reinforce your new beliefs and confidently read them aloud every day. So visualize positive outcomes because the reward of what you try is usually well worth the leap. And the worst that can happen is that you make a mistake, but a mistake is a great learning experience. And if you take on board this simple approach, then you can defeat your inner mind monkeys and you can successfully start the work to scale your business. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaways have been from this episode. So if you've enjoyed the conversation, then let me know by leaving a comment, drop me a DM or join us at scaleandskyrocket.com forward slash community. If you're an entrepreneur who's ready to work with leading mentors to build a scale strategy so that you can ultimately have a work-life balance that serves you and a business that you don't need to take a holiday from, then head on over to scaleandskyrocket.com and join us on our 12-month scaling mastermind.